This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org to discover more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Remember, remember, the 5th of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should, should ever, ever be, be forgot. forgot. Well, we know that you're listening to this on, well, not November 5th, but we are recording on November 5th, so we are acknowledging Guy Fox Day, V for Vendetta, all that fun stuff, at least in our open. But you have mine and Ellie's word on something. As long as we stick to our Monday release schedule, you know what next year falls on? No. November 5th will fall on a Monday. Oh. So, I guess in a year we will discuss V for Vendetta, the comic, the movie. We'll, we'll figure out something to do for... I would totally discuss that. I know. And I, like, like I said, I just since we're recording on the 5th, I thought it would be fun to open with that. <laughs> but next year, the episode will come out on the 5th, so we can acknowledge it then. I'm all for that. So that is, that's just something we wanted to open with for fun. But yeah, things are back to normal. I got, we got our normal show open back. Mm-hmm. But we're still going to be strange today because the topic today is season one of Stranger Things. Why yes. just season one? Because we both have, are behind. And I've, I've, I've completed both seasons. I, I basically watched them in a whirlwind of 48 hours somehow got all of them watched um ellie has watched the first season so we will do a discussion on the first season yes now but in a month in december we're going to be doing a ton of stuff for you guys in december to try to december is going to be kind of more of us doing some movie stuff and stuff like that just because we don't want to take too much time off but we also want to give you guys some great content. So look forward to us discussing Season 2 in December, along with a special guest, who will be revealed later well, on the episode. And I'm sure you can probably figure out who it is eventually. Not Toby. Um, <laughs> but we got some news. We got a few responses, too. And we got a new patron as well, but we will mention all those things at the end of the show. But we've got, we've got news to talk about. All right, so do you want the DC news? Because there's actually DC news. Good, let's go with that. So they finally, I, they, they, I finally have gotten a picture of Steppenwolf. Like a good picture of his face and what he's going to look like. What do you think for, for, the, for the big baddie of the Justice League? Well, possible big baddie, who knows? They could pull something else, but he's going to be the main one. They always seem to look the same. They have like he does have a doomsday. I guess more. I, mean, I don't know. It, I, if you broaden it out, obviously there are different details for different bad. He guys. looks like something, someone evil. He looks yeah. like someone who's going to sinisterly sit there and talk in some deep voice and ominously yell at or not yell but speak at people, and it's going to be like oh, scary. Yes, I'm excited. I'm, I'm I'm excited for that. Um, by the way, I guess I should point this out too, real quick. Um, if you are coming here to listen to our Thor review, that will be next week more than likely. So, 
apologies on it being a week later. We promise we'll get we'll we'll get to see it and we'll get a review out for that. Life happens. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I I'm I'm excited for Justice League. I'm more excited for Thor, but I I I really want to see what they do with this. This has been a long time coming, so. So yeah, I'm, I, like I said, actually getting to see his face is pretty cool. So we'll, we'll see what they do with it. And I'm kind of predicting that we're going to still get Green Lantern. I, I, I want to see a Green Lantern. I'd actually be very surprised if there isn't a Green Lantern. I, I know. I'm like, I, I just, I, I think there is another hero. I think there is another hero that they're really hiding. Yeah. And they're doing a good job of it. So I got something for you. Did you ever sit there and go, man, Game of Thrones, I, I just, I need more of it in my life. <laughs> um, well, considering <laughs> that I am 85 million seasons behind, apparently I'm not as obsessed as everyone else, but that's just because there's so much in my life. But. Well, fine. Do you, have you ever sat there and gone, I need more high fantasy in my life? Sure. Yeah, I could say that's it. Well, I've got something for you then. Apparently, Amazon wants to turn the Lord of the Rings into the next Game of Thrones in the sense of a TV series or okay. or streaming series. Okay. Thoughts on that? Excited. I. I would be. Can I just? All right. Let's just put it this way. I would be more into that. I think I would be quicker into staying caught up on that than I would Game of Thrones. We've just gotten so far behind on Game of Thrones. It's not that. It's just... Game of Thrones is... There's a lot to take in, and it doesn't really do any... See, I'm telling you, I think we should watch the the Blu-rays with, like, the the feature to where it points out stuff to I need that. Yeah, because there's certain characters that don't pop up for, like... It's not that I'm stupid... It's just, it's very... Oh, no, there's a lot to keep track of. It's very overwhelming. It is. Yeah, it is. And you're right. If they don't go to a character for a while, I'm like, wait, who's he? What family is he from? And they change (laughs) actors, too, for some of them, so that doesn't help, too. Yeah. But I'm not saying anything that Game of Thrones is bad, so please don't... I don't want anybody to take that the wrong way. If Game of Thrones is just one of those series where it's really hard for me to watch it because of all the children in our house. Yes, that so is a big problem. So it's a very problem. limited time frame that I can watch it. Um, with a Lord of the Rings type show, I, that would I could probably watch that more. I wouldn't be as limited to watching that. Well, I mean, that's if they stay with, I guess, a more family, vaguely family-friendly-esque approach. I've watched the movies in front of the children, though. Oh, no. I mean, I'm just saying the movies aren't super bloody like Game of Thrones and stuff. Right. But if they're trying to compete with Game of Thrones, they might up that mm. that factor a little bit. I see I mean, what there's, you're saying. There's plenty of content to cover with it. I think they should avoid the movies, the movie content. I think they should look at, you know, the there's because there's so much stuff in the Cimmerillion, or as we've had pointed out, the whole legendarium, because that's actually the origin of that, of Lord of the Rings is very vast and very deep. So I'm sure they could find plenty of stuff to do within that. I mean, I I just think the movies did a great job. I'm sure we will eventually get to them on the podcast. Oh, yeah. I I predict in like three years. But anyways, something... Wow. We are are making bold, far-off predictions (laughs) for this. Um, you are. <laughs> I'm just sitting back listening. 
But no, I mean, I, I'd love to cover them and everything at some point, and I think that this is interesting if they do go in a TV direction. I would like to see them expand more on the universe that it exists in, because there's a lot of great stuff. Because I, I, don't, I don't think you need a rehash of the movies, personally. No. I, I think maybe seeing stuff from different angles or different points might be cool, but I, I'm interested, because Amazon, I mean, they did The Tick, and that was really good. I love that. Which was a lot of fun. I need another season of that in my life. I, I think it's 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 coming. It's it's coming. But they're but they're only pitching this now, so we'll we'll see what happens. We will attempt to keep our fingers on the pulse of this 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 developing story. So speaking of um, fantasy and stuff like that, um, WoW apparently has vanilla servers up where you just play. The original version, none of the expansions up now. Which I think is pretty interesting that they're doing that. I, I guess it's a cool way for players who, you know, played for years who miss some of the older stuff. Or, you know, maybe maybe for somebody who wants a more contained experience. Because I know once you get into the expansions, like, if you're getting into it fresh, it's, it's, it's hard to because you have to branch out. Oh, yeah. So I guess having the original content... I don't know, I think that's a cool idea for them to kind of do a... Hey, here's the version without all the extra stuff. To kind of get... get tap, tap back to its roots. So, that's interesting. Another thing, they released another little video for Overwatch. Where it was Reinhardt was the, the focus character. And I thought it was pretty cool to see his origins... And I kind of had known about them from when they released the one map that has his his mentor in it and everything in the, in the chair. But it was, it was a cool video to see. I think they do a really good job with those Overwatch um, little features. Oh, they do. They're really interesting to watch. I don't really, I don't play the game. I was about game, to say, the funny thing is, you don't play the game at all, but you love watching those. Yeah. And I play the game and I think it's interesting. I mean, it sucks that the game doesn't really have a single player story. And you, you can read a lot of stuff. But I like that they're doing these little videos to kind of give people some more more behind-the-scenes content and everything. More Star Wars stuff. They, during the World Series, released the TV spot, which I, I'm not going to try to super analyze this because I know a lot of people are... <laughs> you could. I, I could, and there's, there, there's stuff there, but it's nothing. I, I, I think it's a kiddie pool compared to the actual trailers worth of what you can reveal. But I know that there's a ton of people who have shut off from, you know, all stuff Star Wars related. So I think mm-hmm. my opinion of the trailer is this. It's awesome because it has a porg in it. You got to go after that sweet porg money. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? Where's no one- all my crystal fox people? You mean going after that crystal fox coin? <laughs> See, you're 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 going after change. I'm, I'm I've got stacks of uh, porg money. Okay. Porg money by the stacks. <laughs> Anyways, the, that that that's been in another trailer. So, but this this focuses on a particular item, or or mode of transportation in the Star Wars universe. That's all I'm going to say because I know that there's some people that don't want stuff spoiled. But I I thought it was really cool to see this item in action it's millennium falcon there sorry sorry to whoever's listening who doesn't want that spoiled. They, they they showed some stuff with the falcon nothing too dire but just some cool stuff with the falcon again so 
So yeah, I mean that's that's coming out soon. That's coming out in like a month and a week. Wow. Oh yeah. By the way, don't forget we do have our Force Awakens discussion this month with a special guest that will be revealed later. Not in this episode. We'll, we'll probably talk about it next week. But Ellie has a very interesting opinion on that. So tune in to to get her opinion. And also we will of course have a final theories episode where me, Chet, and a possible another guest, different from um, the guest that will be with us for Force Awakens, will make our final predictions. My prediction is I'm going to like eight better than seven. <laughs> for more on that, tune in to our Force Awakens episode so you can hear Ellie's opinionated opinions about a movie and my opinionated opinions about her opinions about the movie oh really yes are my we're, opinions that awesome <laughs> we'll, we will find out in a, in, in a week that that should be out sometime sometime near the middle of the month maybe on thanksgiving who knows one more thing before we get into our main topic tonight our read this is going to be an interesting twist this month ellie would you like to explain to people what show comes out this month on Hulu that, that everyone should watch? Well, that would be The Runaways. So what are we going to do for our read this slash kind of watch this this month? We are going to talk about and discuss the show slash comic book. We're not going to do well, the full the, show breakdown, by yeah. the way. We're going to do the first volume and kind of... We're going to see, I guess, how far the first... Um, volume covers in the show and kind of just do that so well yeah the first ep oh well well the first episode might only cover like maybe the first half of the first volume yeah so that's the thing we'll, we will watch and discuss but definitely watch at least the first few episodes of the show and definitely read the runaways comic if you haven't already because i think i'm making our prediction i think it's going to stick vaguely close to the to the comic to its source material well, if you watch the trailers, it seems to. It seems to, yeah. So, so we will have that. That that is our read this this month. So definitely check that out. Well, enough with our news, and enough with our our updates and getting back to normality from our strangeness that we 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 got into last month. Let's get into Stranger Things. Hmm. We'll be talking that right after the break. As I come around the corner, my headlights hit this animal in the road. Really low in the sky were these floating balls of light. Five or ten seconds earlier, I watched, you know, a six-foot-one, 270-pound guy walk right onto that elevator. The doors closed, they opened back up, and he wasn't there. I heard a low, rowling sound. I can't sleep, can't do nothing. I'm afraid the thing's going to come through my wall. I mean, it just sounded absolutely evil. Monsters Among Us podcast. iTunes, Stitcher, and MonstersAmongUsPodcast.com. Alright, welcome back. For those of you not familiar with the amazing show that is Stranger Things, and mind you, I was one of those people a month ago. Yes, me too. And we watched it, and I we, we are only discussing season one right now. Season two is to come soon. <laughs> yes, as, as we said, season two will come soon, but 
Ellie and me decided to watch it, and we were we wanted to kind of break down each season. And I think an interesting thing is, I've seen all of season two. She has not. Yeah. So she might make a few predictions or a few guesses at what might happen. I'm going to keep my mouth shut and not try to spoil anything along with our discussions on season one. Because it makes it a little difficult once you've seen season two. So let's see if I get yelled at tonight. All right. With that, um, your thoughts, Ellie. You've, you're, you, you watched it recently, so. Um, I was very entertained. I definitely think that if I watched it like I read a comic book. I want to flip to the next episode as soon as possible. The, this show was uber yeah. bad about, like, n- bad and good. Bad bad right, in right. a good way about, <laughs> like, you couldn't watch just one episode. No. Um, I... I feel like the better way to watch the show is you had to stop in the middle of an episode. Like, like oh, if, if you wanted... If, yeah, you If you had a stopping point, you had to do it in the middle. Yeah. You couldn't do it at the end. Yes. Um... Gosh, I just, I love everything about it. Uh, the characters were very engaging. Okay. I really, a couple of them in particular, just really, really grew to, to just, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I cared about them. You know, I really was engrossed in what was going on and how they were dealing with things. Of course, the 80s uh, theme. They <laughs> nailed that. They did. They nailed that. Oh, my gosh. Perfectly. The, the clothes and the hair and just all the, the people the, the smoking. That's, that really okay. made me. Okay. To okay. be honest, this show is <laughs> we. If, if, if you are a person who smokes, that's on you. We're, we're not condemning anyone for that. But if there was ever a public service announcement for hey go pick up a pack of smokes it's this show seriously <laughs> well, no, but that was the 80s though oh no i, I it wasn't everyone was indoors it, it's just weird to me because i grew up in a little bit different age than than this so it was very rare to see people smoking indoors and it's in in possibly rare now unless you're in a private establishment mm-hmm. right so to That's see like saying. everyone so definitely... just wandering in lighting up cigarettes and no one even like blinks an eye about it Mm-mm. like it's not like don't don't do that in my house it was just like didn't matter where no one seemed to yeah seem to mind and or care yeah but but that was then i mean that's that's the way it was um the hair was just killing me though <laughs> i loved it i i just you know the the way the kids were back then, and just the... I, I thought they nailed the, the school experience really mm-hmm. well. Um, it was very believable that, you know, the, the, the problems and the, the troubles that kids had from different ages, high school, middle yeah. school. Um, the family dynamic, when they really started digging into, you know, the different backgrounds that these kids came mm-hmm. from. So I, I thought it was... It had so many layers in it, and that's what I loved about it. But you're not talking about the strange things. I know, but I'm just saying it was a nice mix of like... So so what you're saying is... Don't tell me what I'm saying. Let me finish, man. All right, all right. So what I'm saying is is that the storyline of just the 
the white noise part of the show yeah. was interesting, too. Okay. It wasn't like I was, you know, I was only waiting for the next startling moment or yeah. I want to see another glimpse of the, of the you know, what do you call it? A monster or an a- the, like, what the, you, the Demogorgon? Yeah. I mean, would you call it a monster, it's, I guess? It's a monster and it's from the upside down. Okay. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I wasn't just waiting for those parts. Okay. I, I was entertained whether the monster was there or if it was just their boring life talking. To, like, I liked both parts of it. It was in, engrossing for me. All right. Um, I, I felt like, like, like the 80s was a great backdrop to it. I, I mean, them, them being uber nerds. and Yes, I loved it. And the, the D&D and Lord of the Rings references oh my gosh. and the games. And, it was fantastic. And, and the music, and, and like I said, you, I, you, you hit the nail on the head with everything spot on, and it is, it, they, they made the environment that the show takes place in so believable mm-hmm. that it was very interesting to see a lot of that stuff. And my opinion on the show, when I was, I, everyone was telling me, they're like, hey, you need to check this out. I, I know you love conspiracy theories. I know you're, 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 you're a big fan of some 80s stuff, so definitely, and you're, and you're a huge nerd, and I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> definitely you're, music. You're, you're a big 80s music guy. To an extent, I don't know why. Like, like I said, it's not something I always listen to, but I can tell there's an 80s song here and there. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> if you want 80s, just watch um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel that this had a little bit of a more interesting soundtrack to it. Not saying Guardians of the Galaxy mm. has a bad one. I was going to say, no, But I feel isn't. that this one has a more indie, if that makes any sense, hmm. version of music where I feel Guardians of the Galaxy was more mainstream, if that, if that, if that makes, makes any, any sense to you. Let's just move on. Yes. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I was very enthralled with, with it when I first started watching it. It definitely caught me caught my interest like i said everyone was like oh you're you're conspiracy theory so this is right up your alley and i'm like okay and the paranormal stuff in it was interesting because mm-hmm. it kind of opens this gateway of well are all of the sightings of different stuff or different things just something in this world kind of like part of the upside down and stuff like that it just made it really Gave it gave the entire world that this place exists in a lot more depth, in my opinion. Even though they were kind of focusing on a little small town, it's like, well, what if you know alien sightings stuff like that are just ups- creatures from the upside down entering our world somehow? Well, I mean, out in in, in the outside realm, yeah. just just trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to cast a broader net before we bring it into discussion. You're trying the show. to cabin in the woods, it. I mean, to an extent, to an extent, <laughs> yes. Um. But no, I mean, I, I enjoy, I, I, I will mention my favorite characters. There's one that has a caveat to it, though. But I just, I was very impressed with it. And like I said, I feel the only time I could stop watching was in the middle of an episode. So what did you think of the paranormal side of it? I mean, or, do you, or do you want to do our favorite characters? I was going to say, what aspect are you referring to, I guess? You, I, I guess let's, we can do character, yeah, favorite characters Yeah, let's, let's do our favorite characters, because I'm sure as we discuss this more, that, that will become more apparent. So I'll let you go first. Well, can I first talk about a, char- um, I guess, character dynamic mm-hmm. more so than a specific character first? Sure. So... I'd like to talk about a dynamic between a couple characters first versus just a specific character that I, you know, love. 
um, is Mr. Clark and the boys. Okay. So the three boys. The, 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 the science, well. The AV club. Four boys. Right, but the the yeah, fourth yeah, boy. Yeah. Well, whatever. We'll, well, yeah, we'll, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how spoilery we're getting. But um, I love the way, you know how when you're watching a show and like Fringe, for instance, or some of the weird out there X-Files episodes yeah. and stuff, they try to explain the weirdness that's going on or why this happens to be. Mm-hmm. And it gets kind of misplaced. Like the way they explain it just it's, doesn't... It becomes science mumbo-jumbo Yeah, and it's kind of... It goes over your head and it's Oh, well, the flim-flams are, are in the Quibo status. And, and if these quatons aren't correctly established, then it's going to really throw our gizmos into a... But you know what I'm saying, though? I love the way... They made it more simplified with the way, like at the funeral, quote unquote. Yeah. And when he calls the teacher and he's on his date. The phone call with the teacher was hands down hilarious because he's like, I'm, and then it's like, you you just got him talking about the the way they kept pandering to him. Yes. So I just, I love the dynamic between them where they're, they're trying to be like, oh, well, theoretically if this yeah. happened how would you theoretically do this and he's like well and i love the way the teacher is just so willing to be like okay let's discuss this let's break it down and they're drawing like little stick figures and mm-hmm. here's this and if you're in like the title and i can the, i mention the, the title of the episodes are great too yes like i, I love that but the um what was it the acrobat the, and the flea, the flea or something mm-hmm. okay um so I just wanted to mention that I thought they did a fantastic job of describing the the weird, you know, other world stuff and how it gets there. And, like, I thought they did a good job of simplifying it enough to where... And then even simplifying it more by making D&D or <laughs> super nerdy references to yes, it, too. But I, I thought the dynamic between the, the teacher and the kids were really great. The, and... Who calls their teacher at, <laughs> who, first off, who has their cell phone number or actually home their phone, home phone, phone number phone. and calls their teacher at 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday or something? So I just, I, I thought that was great. And, and I know from, from my childhood and stuff, like calling somebody past certain times was like, you don't do, no, oh, no, 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 oh, no, yeah. no, 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 yeah, so, that, that would have been a no, no. But, yeah, I mean, Dustin was the one that led the charge on all that, right? Yes. Okay, not trying he's, to spoil... He's one of my faves. Not trying to spoil anything, but if you thought his speech to the teacher was great, just just wait till a part in season two. Oh, he, man, he, I can't he, wait. He has another... I, I, I'm, I'm starving <sighs> for knowledge moment that's really funny. Dustin is the cutest thing in the universe. I just love him. I, I love the, 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 the little kids group dynamic. I thought oh, it was no, great. It's great. They, yeah. they did a great job with, you know, the, the way the kids interacted with each other or how they acted with other kids, how they acted with Eleven and just being mm-hmm. around girls. Oh, well, yeah, and middle school boys. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Nowadays it's different, but back then definitely. Yeah. I, I just, out of the three before Will and mm-hmm. blah, 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 this, when it was the three of them together, Dustin is... He, he kills it. Um, 
For me, I guess I guess I'll go with one of my favorite characters now. What's we'll your paint- favorite of the three first, unless it's oh. one of them? I know. I'm sorry. Dustin, Mike, or Lucas? Which one? I like Mike. Okay. Don't why? Gonna... I'm not saying he's a bad character. I'm just saying, why, why do you... What, what draws He's you kind of the main character you focus on and kind of is the one to carry the story, I feel, for them. Like, I mean, the Lucas and Dustin are there, but they kind of are foils to him in the first season. I have to say, when Dustin's around, though, he steals it for me. Well, no, like, I mean, he, he has to, to because, I mean, you, you, you have that... That, I mean, all, all three of the kids are focused on finding their friend, but, of course, Mike has more of a pull for it because mm-hmm. of Eleven, because of stuff like that, because he's right. he's the one that's that's really pushing for it. So that's why I feel like I like him. Lucas, I feel, I don't, I, I, I like him, I, I, I like Dustin as the foil he is, but I like Lucas in the grander scheme of seasons one and two. Okay. I don't want to say anything more, but I like him overall throughout the both the seasons as opposed to in season one, he was just sort of one, one of the kids to right. me. Whereas in season two, I think he has a more coming of his own moment. So now that I'm done with the kids, okay. the, the three main kids, and, and I'm sorry, Will, I'm sorry. You're not around <laughs> enough for us to really get to know oh, you. Oh, poor I'm, Will. I'm sorry. I'm sorry season in this season. Season two, season two. No, no comments, anyone, please. Ellie, Ellie will hunt you down. Um, I just won't read them. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite character, one of my favorite characters, Hopper. I like Hopper. I yeah. The the police department, his his two other guys, <laughs> are great. They're hilarious. And I don't want to steal something. But Phil Rude, I think it was him who pointed out that they are they supposed to be the two cops from The Simpsons. Oh, because they're 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 both like these people who just don't seem to want to do their job, get really annoyed when they have to do their job, just like Chief Wiggum's two guys in The Simpsons. Well, I mean, they're used to a small town where nothing goes on. And, and no, that, that was great about them, but it's yeah. like Hopper just got on this like. I, I don't know. It's just something about that character. It was like he he didn't want to do anything. Like he's he's a small town cop, small small town sheriff. Sorry, and just well, was, he came from a big town. More than that, another okay. point. Okay. Another point. Not, not the discussion for another day. <laughs> um, he just did such a good job. The the actor, the the character. I think they did a really good job of somebody who you know was very reluctant to do anything about this and was just sort of like and then kind of got and this isn't something i think that's good if it really happens in real life but in this sense it was a cool thing for story points got way deep involved in 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 the case and kind of took it home with him which i think made him very interesting and you know how far is he going to go to try to solve this so that he was definitely one of the characters i enjoyed a lot in the show in, in both seasons Definitely in season one got 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 me to really love him as a character. Okay. And and of course he had his hat too. Well, yes, yes. Um, I think another besides the boys because I think they stole the show because they're awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Eleven is cool. Yeah. The character itself is cool, 
I don't know if the acting for me was like, she didn't draw me in the way I felt like she should have. I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, I get that she was, the part that she was playing is yeah. very, you know, standoffish and she's been through a lot, awful stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes she over, I don't know. Like I, I just, I didn't mind the the eleven acting. I, I and said she was okay. Okay. She didn't like stand out to me, but I liked Jonathan. I thought he was kind of cool. Um, Poor conflicted boy. I know. Brother's lost. He's trying to figure out. I know. And what he's to do. he's um, I don't know. I think he's deeper than what you kind of initially give him credit for. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of. They kind of set him up as a, he doesn't care, isn't really um, going anywhere in his life, doesn't care about anybody, and you kind of learn a lot more about him throughout the season Mm -hmm. um, and feel like there's more substance there. But, you know, and I don't know. So I I, kind of liked Jonathan. I thought he was interesting. The whole dynamic, which was really weird to me, that whole love triangle thing that they were pulling off by the end of season one with, right. yeah. with Nancy, Jonathan, and Steve. Yep. Um, and, and Steve kind of has a coming of heart. He kind of changes. Well. The, I haven't seen season I, two. No, no. I was about to say my next favorite character is Steve. Is it Steve? It, it's Steve at the end of the season. and I'm When go- he kind of changes his tune a little bit. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. I'll have a lot more to talk about when we do our season two discussion. Okay. Because he really, just in my opinion, became just gold for me in, in season two. Of just like being just a really great character, in my opinion. Well, and see, and I can't tell, like maybe it talks about it more in season two. But they give the show gives me the impression that Nancy is torn. That she seems to like Jonathan, but... No spoilers. <laughs> well, like I said, I don't know. I haven't seen the second season, but... She seems to give the impression like when so they give somebody a certain present. Yeah. Um, the two of them give Jonathan the present. Yep. And just the way she acts. She does a lot of back looks. Yeah. Like she's... The, 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 the longing. Yes. Look, uh, and you're like, okay, who do you want to be with? Do you want to be with Jonathan or do you want to be with Steve? Like, so that's... I'm, in, I'm, I'm intrigued to see where that's going to go in season two. All right. So what everyone should do at home when they're listening to this, if you have seen it, write down or take note of what Ellie is questioning <laughs> about. So then when we do our season two discussion, I will make sure that she remedies her questions and sees if, if season two has answered some of them or... No, I or, want answers. Or has deepened the questions <gasps> even more. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because it seems like the way the first season, and then I watched all the trailers and all the sneak peeks for season two. I have watched those. And then, what, all but 20 minutes of the first episode? No, I watched like 20 minutes of the oh, first okay. episode. Oh, okay, I didn't, I didn't know which uh, way it went. If I, it was you I only saw, had 20 minutes or you watched 20 minutes. <laughs> I saw Joyce make out with Sean. Uh, for, I, I saw Joyce make out with a hobbit. Okay, I am... <laughs> I know this is a season two thing. Uh-huh. I'm going to say this now. 
it took me too long to realize who that was. Really? It took me way too long. He, he's had a I few was, too many second breakfasts and second lunches. No, I was sitting there and I'm like, <laughs> he looks really familiar. Yeah. And I can't place it for some reason. And finally I did. I'm going to throw it back. Are you ready? Okay. I will never forget Sean Astin because of Toy Soldiers. Oh. I love that movie back in the day. I don't know who's seen it out there, but it's phenomenal and of course rudy yeah. i mean you, you gotta love sean astin but, but I've, I've, I've got a bone to pick with 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 his character oh well see i don't in know season I, two like i said i got I, a bone to pick about something i saw him make out with um with joyce but that's so what did you think of joyce by the way as 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 a mother so, sorry <laughs> we're, we're going back to season one because i feel if we keep talking about yeah. season two i'll blurt something out yeah and you better not because i'll kill you and then where <laughs> audio evidence be? everyone audio evidence <laughs> Um, what do you want to talk about? Joyce, Joyce what did you mother? think as as a mother character, as, like, did she go off the deep end too far? Because I think there's an interesting dynamic there. Well, um, clearly she loves her boys. Yes. I mean, that's, that's not a question. There's, there's no question that she loves them and she pays attention and listens. Like when they do that scene about when she's talking to her ex-husband and Mm -hmm. saying, do you know where he wanted to go to college? You know, so clearly she, and it was just a simple mistake that, that kind of led to him being home alone too. Like it was nothing intentional. I mean, she's, she's working to pay for her children. You know, it's, it's, she's a single mom trying to, to provide for her, her children. And, and apparently the older brother was doing the same thing, you know, and he just happened to. Do you ever find out where he works or? I can't, I. I don't think they ever mention it again. I don't I think, think They mention so. that he works, but you never see him working, I think, yeah, after that. But, but, you know. No, it's, 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 it's a moot yeah, point. Yeah, that's, but I mean, the, the point is, is. She she did a common mistake that probably a lot of people out there do. You know, it's just um, he's in middle school. Most people would feel comfortable with their child being home a few hours by themselves if that's what it be. But well, she no, no, thought no, no. he was home. Yeah, she thought Jonathan was going to be home. Right. So, I mean, you know, I don't think there's anything that she did that was wrong. Um, obviously, the brother gets all like... You know, it's my fault and at one point and blames himself. But, um, yes, she does get a little, but I can't even imagine how I would feel in that situation. Here's the thing I think I is mean, interesting. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to steal, steal your talking points here. You had your moments earlier. I, 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 I got something for this one. The strange thing about this is she's kind of right every time about everything almost. The lights, how to communicate with them, um, the fact that that wasn't really his body. Sorry, spoiler alerts from here on out, people. Um, you can't really discuss a season breakdown without yeah. spoiling. I, I, I feel I should have like a sound effect for when I say spoiler alerts because <laughs> I feel I say it too much. Um but no, she was right about everything, and it sucked as an audience person going, she's the one that's right. Well, but it's not but believable. Here, it, I mean, it isn't. Who, it isn't but, who's going to believe that her But here's the thing. Son... People start to. Like, Hopper starts to believe her. 
And it's the, the other weird thing, and, and this is something I loved about the series. It had a nice dovetail to it, to where all these people are doing all these different things. But the problem is, if they all could just kind of maybe one talk to another, they can make huge steps forward, but they don't. But in the end, they all dovetail together into a perfect well, of course. story thing to, where they all kind of help each other. And, oh my gosh, I was waiting every episode. I'm like, are they... Is, is the parents finally going to get together with the kids and the teenagers all going to get together and finally figure out that they all can help each other? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, they're, they're so... Co- oh, they're not going to. <laughs> oh, they're almost... Oh, they're not going to. Like, it was it was just such a... It, and it was cool when it finally happened, but that's the thing. I, I It's... it's She was... They, they did a great job of playing her, you know, as this very distraught mother who lost her kid. But they also did a great job of playing her as this person who was trying to do anything they could to get their kid back. Well, I mean, she she played it well in the fact that people thought she was just grief-stricken. Mm-hmm. And she was just seeing things, you, yeah. you know. And so it was acceptable for her to seem like she was going off the deep end because that was a normal reaction. Mm-hmm for somebody that lost a child is, well, they'll think of anything to try to cope with the grief. But what was really neat is every time somebody said something to her, namely for a while, Jonathan, because it's really the only one she kind of talked to about things, was she was like, "I I know this sounds crazy. I understand why you would think I'm crazy. So I like the way she was... It wasn't like she was like, why don't you believe me? Like, she, you know, she realized how crazy it sounded. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was that was really neat. Um, the lights was a really cool way to kind of do warnings for when the creature was here. I, or I try liked, to communicate with her yeah, son. Yeah, I, I like the lights dynamic. I thought that was really neat. Awesome. Um. You want to talk about the evil organization or the questionable organization or the monster next? Or, or, do we, or do we have some other characters we want to discuss? I mean, I'm sure we'll discuss them as we talk I, about I know. I just, I just didn't know if there's anything you wanted to bullet point next. Yeah. The organization is typical. It's very... All your favorite conspiracy theories rolled Smoking in. Smoking man. Yeah. No, it's it's well, yeah, that it's it's all your favorite conspiracy theories like confirmed into one. Yeah. MK Ultra, the Montauk Project, you know, all this stuff. It it was all real, sort of thing, and 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 of course the other world or the you know parallel Earth to ours. Right. And I thought that the the Papa character and everything was. You really didn't get much from him, aside from him just being this imposing person for Eleven. And his son getting killed. Huh. You missed that, didn't you? Did I? You're looking at me really weird. I'm like, did I imagine that episode? What? What? Okay, I'm, maybe I'm just not piecing something together. Um, there was the episode where, for the first time, they really kind of went... Oh, you mean the guy who went in? Yeah. I didn't realize... How did I miss that? That that was his son. He says he said something about good luck in their son. Okay, maybe. Okay. And and okay. can I mention? Can I mention the awkward acting when he was like, and then the son looks back at him and is like, 
They both had this weird, awkward face. It was just okay. I don't know. I'll admit, maybe I missed that because I thought he was just being like, "Go get him, son!" Like, like a "Go get him, tiger." Yeah, turn turn of endearment <laughs> thing. Like maybe I. Okay, embarrassing moment. Maybe I completely just spaced on that on that part. I mean, maybe the son was one of the children. I mean, because she's eleven, so maybe it was another one of the. One, two, three, four. Where are the other ones at? Well, I mean, here's you know what the I'm thing. How, who's to say that 11's the end right. of it? Yeah. That, how, do you, how do you know there's not they, 20 of them? They, they try to make you think that, of course. Well, because she shows immense power and everything that... I mean, they kind of hint that it's from some MK Ultra stuff that happened. But it's... Well, her d- mother... Ha- they have that episode where her mother apparently had gifts, and she didn't realize she was pregnant. So who's the father? No, 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 no. She got, she went through the testing while pregnant. That's what caused. That's what they kind of implied that might have caused it. Now she. I thought her mother was somewhat gifted too. They said that she was. Okay. All right. Put a pin in that. Let's just all put a pin in that right now. <laughs> okay. For reasons. Okay. Um, no, I just, I, I just, just the whole conspiracy theory and her powers, which they, I mean, they've kind of fully explained to an extent by season two what her powers are, but still keeping them vague. I mean, it's obviously she can remote, I mean, remote view. Um, she can, she obviously has telekinesis and. And she's not telepathic. I mean, she can sort of... She she can't read minds, right? I'm, I'm not, like... Yeah. She can't read minds, but she can do, like, Xavier. And she can feel out where people are. Yeah, that's 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 the remote viewing mm-hmm. thing. And, of course, you know, they, they mentioned the Russians and everything like that. But... <laughs> a lot. What a, okay, so so we have the upside down now. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I I love all the D and D references. Even though I don't play D and D, I understand it mm-hmm. to an extent. I right. love all the D and D references in this, and of course the, the 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 creepy lane and everything is Mirkwood. Yes, which is the Lord of the Rings reference, obviously, and mm-hmm. and the password to get into their fort. Did you catch that? I don't think so. It was Radagast, who mm. is who is a wizard. In Lord of the Rings. Yes. Kind of extended universe stuff and, of course, the movies. But but during their time, it would have been the de- de- definitely reading the reading books. some extensive reading yes. of the books. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it. the, the Upside Down was very weird. And I, I do enjoy that they've kind of figured out that the Demogorgon, which, what do you think of that thing as like a character? I mean, as a creature thing. Resident it, Evil. Okay. That's what it made me think of the first time I saw it with the where it, it splits open like that. It's got that flower face. Yeah. It's just, ugh, it's weird and disgusting. It Oh, it is disgusting, definitely. But that's that's what it made me think of. Because every time they came up on it, it was like eating and you just heard this like. <laughs> yes. Like, like this just, ugh. Uh, yeah. They, they definitely made it kind of made your skin crawl sort of thing. Yeah. But I, oh my gosh. Now, question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think how many how many of them were there? You think in season one of the Demogorgons? Um, I get the impression that there was one, 
But clearly, since there is a season two, mm-hmm. there's obviously more, if not necessarily that one. But when you watch the final episode, there's a lot of bodies in there. Um, so I think maybe there was just one that was coming out and feeding, but I think there was more in the upside down world. Mm -hmm. Maybe not necessarily the same type of creature, maybe different ones. Um, but I think they only focused on one of them. Okay, because I was wondering that watching the series, I'm like, am I seeing the same one every time, or is it different ones? That's what I think it was, but I could be totally wrong. I don't know. Like I said, these are these are questions that will be answered in our episode two, or if anyone's watched it, you obviously know the answers to that. I I just I, I really enjoyed it as this sort of creature that was human enough that someone could be like, oh, it was a person, but then. It was created? Is that what you're thinking? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. I'm just saying it, it was humanoid enough that, like, when when you first see in episode one, he wrecks his bike, you're like, wait, what was that on the road? Because it mm. looked like a person standing there. It wasn't something too far-fetched until okay. you got close enough to it for right. it to, you know, open its mouth and see <laughs> it. And, yeah, and, and get a real good view of it. Mm-hmm. And also when it was able to, you know, like come through the wall and stuff that like that. That was freaky. That was freaky. I thought that was more freaky than when you finally see it. Like when yeah. it was like stretching through the wall and all that. That that to me was freakier. Or like when they had the scenes where it was like dark and they couldn't tell where it was. Yeah. You know, I, I liked that aspect of it rather than just seeing it. I thought it was more fun that way, but. So, I know this is a thing that trended originally, but justice for Barb. Did you think Barb, Barb made it? No. At all? You, you never had any inkling that Mm-mm. maybe she's over there, too? No. I honestly didn't. I... Somebody's gotta die. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't... <laughs> it's too Hollywoody to be like, oh, they all made it. Wait, it's too Hollywoody, but they kind of turned a Hollywood trope on its head. You know how the it's it's always the people that are that are knocking boots and you know being naughty that that, that they get their comeuppance. This isn't a horror like it I don't, isn't, but it also kind of takes that's more of a horror movie rule, not a. I'm just saying it 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 turned that up up upside down sort of that 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 she was the one kind of I, I felt bad for her. No, I think you're overanalyzing it. Okay. She was bleeding, and he was hungry, and he smelled it. Like, that's that's why she got it. If she just would have went home like she was supposed to, instead of sitting and moping at the, the pool with her blood dripping in the water, she wouldn't have gotten it. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, Barb, I had, stop whining and just go home, okay? I had no... um doubt my mind that that she bit it yeah i didn't that wasn't a surprise at all and they and of course once again the 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 government of the the evil corporation thing covered it up pretty quickly too Mm -hmm. which i i they were really good about oh my gosh they were great about that yeah and i I love what they did with hopper where they like basically drugged him Mm -hmm. 
Well, they they drugged him, threw him back well, in his I mean, place, they have and then bugs in like all these people's houses, yeah, so they well, know what their weaknesses are. Well, no, they 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 threw him. Well, he he had a reputation though around town as being somebody who wasn't exactly. You well, know, that's what I'm saying. That's what they did. They used Barb as a a loner. Oh well, she obviously that ran you know, away. Yeah, and they moved her vehicle and everything, put it at the bus station to make it look like like they did a good job with that. The shut the. The restaurant owner that killed himself. I, oh my gosh. I didn't think he was going to bite it. I didn't need that. That was like a whoa moment for me when I was watching it. Because I was like, I was like, oh, he's going to give her up. And, you know, it's going to be like, he, he, he was the well-meaning guy. And she somehow gets back with them. And she's somehow going to, nope. She just escapes in that moment. They were like, no witnesses. Bow. Um, by the way, that guy... Um, he's from This Is Us, uh, the big hit series that's in their second season, big drama show. So this is the first and probably last time. If any, <laughs> if anyone is tuning in for our cutting reviews and discussions of This Is Us, this is the end of that discussion. Yeah, that's not really, I love the show, but it's not really the wheelhouse for our, our not show. Not in Vegas. <laughs> Just saying, he's in that show too. But no, I mean they they the the th- thing they did uh, Hopper where they where they left a ton of you know pills and stuff out and just made it look like oh well you must have gotten taken a few too many and everything and that's why but then he once again he's a good cop because he knew what to do he knew exactly how to take care of that. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean I. I I, th- I thought the stuff with with eleven was great. Sorry to jump back to eleven real quick, but yeah. I think we're we're coming to the to the end of our season one pre- um, stuff. And I'm gonna I'm gonna force Ellie to do some predictions for <laughs> season two. I'm, I'm gonna force her to do it, everyone. We'll see how accurate she is in a month. Hmm. And I will I will I will nod my head meaningfully the whole time, so I won't give anything away. But um, I I. I I really like that that she got to show off her powers and everything. Like I said, you still don't understand them, but but I like that. And do you okay to to settle this from last week's episode? Do you get the ego reference now? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I do now. Okay, thank you. I just the, the overkill scene where she steals a bunch of packages from the grocery store. I, I'll tell you what. If this show promotes two things, I mean, if this show promotes some stuff, it's D and D, egos. And apparently smoking. Don't yeah. go smoke, kids. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I I just thought that it was great the way they had her. You know, she was kind of able to remedy a lot of her, wrap up a few things with her and the evil organization that was after her. Um, yeah, I just, I, I just, I, I was very excited. I know when I was done with this to see where season two went. Since I had the ability to, I immediately started watching it. So I can't say any predictions for myself because I'll have to wait till our season two wrap up to talk about that. So Ellie, with your clairvoyant mind, with your, if, if, if you want to take a you're peek. You're talking to the wrong person. If you want to take a peek into the upside down and mm-hmm. use your ability to see in there, what are your predictions for season two or any thoughts or stuff you might have with that? That's kind of vague, though. Like, what do you mean? Well, just, just where, what, what are your predictions for it? 
Just, just, just anything that comes to mind that, that we can point at later and laugh. Or point out later and be like, she was right on with that. I mean, I'd probably have a, maybe if there was an actual question. I mean, that's kind of, it's hard to predict what's going to come in a show. Do you think we're going to find out more about Eleven? Do you, what, what do you think the character's going to be up to? Well, clearly they show um, other characters because in the next 20 minutes, I mean, in the first 20 minutes, you see number eight. All right. Use her powers to make the guy think he saw an explosion. All right. So clearly she can um, project images or because it was only the one that could see it. Yep. The other guy was like, what did you stop for? What's wrong with you? Um, so I thought that was impressive that one, she made the image of the explosion happen and two, she directed it to where it was only the person driving the car. So I was intrigued that there's going to be more children named by numbers. All right. (laughs) Um, so I like that. So you think we're going to have a few of those or? I mean, being that we you know, obviously, curious to see Eleven again because of the way she, like, whatever happened to her. You know, she kind of, I guess, went into the up. She somehow teleported herself into the upside down world. Mm-hmm. Whether she obliterated him or somehow, like, projected them in that world so that he couldn't come back. Um,. I feel like there's going to be some crazy crap going down with Will, being that he's coughing up pieces of the stuff. So I'm. So that so that 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 was a, that was at the end of season one. Yes. You saw him cough up. I'm something. I'm curious to see if like he has, he's going to have powers now. Like, right. did that did that change him forever? Um. So. I mean, clearly, the thing they pulled out of his insides, it it had to have been pretty long, like pretty far in there, because they they were pulling it out for a while there. So, was that thing feeding off of him, or was that trying to create more Mm -hmm. of them? So, that's a question of mine, is how far is he going to be affected? All right. Um, So, I am very intrigued by that. I want... What I want out of season two is I want I want it to get darker. Like, I want to see more of the other world or more. I mean, I did see one of the trailers where you see this. It looks like one of the things from The Mist, the movie. It's that huge, like... Well, to keep it in creepy mythos and all that it seems to be something out of maybe cthulhu mythos or yeah something like some, yeah. some some ancient thing. right because it's huge yes. i mean it's ginormous um so i'm really excited um uh, to see that i'm really excited to see the dynamic um like i said i kind of want to i know this is stupid and it has nothing to do with the the supernatural sci-fi part of it, but I want to see where that story goes with the three teenagers. I'm just mm-hmm. curious where they're going to do that. Um, I want to see more Will, like I said, because we don't really get to see much of him. Mm-hmm. And he seems like an interesting child. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything major. 
Well, you think the evil corporation's still around, or you think they're done for? I think they are. Maybe there's a new leader, of course. Okay. Because they allude that the white-haired man got eaten. Maybe, I don't. Maybe I mean, not. I don't know. He he could be around, um, but it seems like they would have to still be around. Um, just like I said, maybe it's somebody else that's leading it now. Um, but I, I'm curious to see if the town has kind of forgotten. Well, how much did the town really know about it? Know about it? Yeah. That's... I mean, near the end, there was. Obviously, a lot of people witnessed Eleven with the grocery store. Yeah. Whether they... And, and, and of course, the boy that pees himself and then tries to... Oh, we didn't talk about him. Yeah, well... Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Derailing this real quick. Yes. Okay, the bullies in this. Yes. It, okay. I, I'm sorry. I mean, I got bullied a little bit. I'll admit it. As a kid, not not anything serious. Nothing to where I had somebody telling me to jump to my death, though, at night. I know. Point. I thought I'm that like, was a little what extreme. what the crap? And then later on, the, the parents in there with, my kid didn't do anything wrong. This person broke his arm, and, you know, he's a good boy. And it's like, what the crap? Did you know that your son had a knife to one boy's neck and yeah. was threatening to kill him if the other one didn't kill himself, basically? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm sure... Sorry, I just completely forgot about that. Well, I mean, I didn't think about it. I mean, I didn't forget about it, but... I I guess, yeah, that's that's a thing I want to know, too. Is Eleven going to have a little bit more sense of consequences? Because, I mean, I understand that, like... She... It was obvious they were trying to um, breed her as a weapon... Um, when they were going to throw her in that room where it was all dark and quiet, like the box. And she, like, snaps that guy's neck in half. She helps a few people, actually. Uh, really? A whole room full of people at the end of the season? There's probably six or seven of them. Also, the people in that truck. Yes. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't think everyone survived that. And and it was just funny with, like, the... If we go back to the bullying scene. Well... I mean... <laughs> she just breaks his arm in like a second. Now, she could have snapped his neck. So, I guess she does have um, limits. She's like, oh, he's a kid. I, I won't I won't kill him this time. <laughs> but but clearly, Eleven is one that you want on her side. On, on your you, side. Yeah, you want keep, her keep on her your side. Keep her in a good mood. Because um, she's uh, pretty crazy. All right. Now, if you can happen to survive the first wave of attacks then, you know, it drains her pretty bad when she does something like that. So you might be able to get away if if you can direct her to snap somebody else's neck first. All right. All right, so these are your predictions. I got one more. I, I, I got well, a few. Like there's no, I haven't predicted anything. I'm well, these, I just said these are your These are your inquiries into, yes. into season two. So we will revisit some of the, I mean, we will revisit these when we do season two to see how accurate you were, if the questions were answered, and if you asked the right questions. But I got a final one for you. During that scene, Eleven makes a very interesting statement. Do you remember what she tells them? Hmm. She is the monster. What do you think that means? Or do you think it even has significance? <laughs> 
Hmm. I mean, the the only thing that makes me like just question anything is the fact that when she's like has her hand out at the monster at the end of the season finale Mm -hmm. and she's like screaming and it kind of dematerializes you can kind of go two ways you can think that she just kind of you know morphed herself back into the upside down world or two her um her pain and her stress and her strife that she went through is that creates that yeah so i mean because that would make sense why she's the only one i mean because clearly this thing was riddled with bullets in several scenes i mean when it was at the house with the kids Mm -hmm. um the high schoolers and they they shot it several times when it goes to the school um there were machine guns aplenty and they were shooting the crap out of it and it didn't seem to affect it do you know what i'm saying yeah um but she can stand there and throw it against the wall and scream at it and it evaporates so I could believe the theory that it is a manifestation of her bad self. All like right. her her ego her what is it? Your id. id? Yeah. Yes. Um it it's a manifestation of her id and that's why she's the only one that can control it. And when you it would make sense too when you think about it if you go back to some of the earlier episodes to where when she first goes in the bath um and she gets scared of it but then when her papa tells her to go back in there again Mm -hmm. and he's like it's it's calling out to you yeah like you you know you can talk to it it wants to talk to you it responds to you um that kind of also makes me think that it's possible that it's it's a like like we said it's an id of her it's her mirror image. Yes. So that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. That's the only thing that would explain to me why they both kind of materialize. She feels like she's sacrificing herself to save her friends if she goes away and takes it with her. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. So, All right. Yeah. All right. Well, we will go to a quick break. And, of course, when we, when we do, we, like I said, December, we will do season two. And we will... Revisit at the beginning of that episode how right Ellie was or, you know, what, what, what her thoughts are and her comments. This is Zingness. We'll be back in a moment. Called the Working Man's Nerdist, Tales from the Fandom is a weekly podcast where David talks with a guest about the fandoms that they love. Whether it's classics like Star Trek, Star Wars and Tolkien, or new ones like Game of Thrones or Harry Potter. Anime, books, TV shows, movies, role-playing, video games, cosplay and more are discussed. Each episode is different, based on the guest. No fandom is too big or too small. Subscribe to Tales from the Fandom and join in on the fun. So we got some stuff to recap from our previous week's episode with 
Toby and their evil demon that they keep over at Secret Transmission. Um, one, I, I would like to make a comment. I'm very upset that he, that Satan, did not take the opportunity to, to try to contribute to our movie discussion. I know. I mean, the only thing he said was Devil's... What wasn't Devil's Advocate? I think so. Yeah. I mean, why couldn't he talk about Legend? He was he was very prominent in that. Or, you know, he could have mentioned Tenacious D movie. I mean, he was, once again, very prominent in that. Or he could have talked about the Vavitch or whatever that one is that that's supposed to be pretty scary and everything. I'm just saying, he had the opportunity to throw out a lot of movies. Kind of sat on his hands about it. Not impressed. Maybe next time we have him on, we should have him actually contribute more. <laughs> instead of just messing up our intro. But, speaking of contributing, apparently, we got some feedback from that episode. With a few of our listener, as well, recommendations that we should, uh, that, that maybe we shouldn't watch. So, the first one is from our newest patron, by the way. Our newest patron, Ray, who gives us Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Nice. I have seen, I've heard of it, I just haven't seen it yet. Same here. I've heard it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be very funny. It's supposed to be one of those more humor horror movies. Mm Mm-hmm. And I I think I'll I'll definitely try to watch that soon. So thank thank you for that recommendation, and thank you for being our newest patron. Yay! And um, we, he actually gave us an episode idea, which we'll be working on, as well as some other stuff. So if you want to do that, of course, you can go to patreon.com slash Zingness and uh, check out that stuff. And we also recently put out the episode where I discuss my picks for the next nerd fight against Toby. Just saying. I, 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 I gave a few extra ones, so I'm gonna, I, I can still mix up if I need to. But So that was his... My co-host over at Knights of Vader mentioned Young Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. And I've got something to admit real quick. I, in my love of everything Mel Brooks, I've never seen the entire movie Young Frankenstein. I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never seen it from beginning to end. And I love everything Mel Brooks, so I guess I need to remedy that. Have have you ever seen Young Frankenstein? I have, but it's been quite a while. Yeah, so that's another one we didn't... And and I actually caught this one, too. Ironically, even though I made reference of it earlier in October, we never mentioned Shaun of the Dead. Right. Which, I'm, I'm, I'm sad on that one on my own. And technically, I guess Hot Fuzz could work into that. Actually, any of the Cornetto trilogy can technically be considered a horror movie to an extent. But... Yeah, I mean, like I said, we, we didn't give a definitive list, but we appreciate the fact that you guys reached out and oh, yeah. and gave us some other recommendations to add to that. So definitely, if you saw everything on our list or you just weren't weren't like super impressed with any of our picks, there's some there's some other ones you could definitely check out. So yeah, so thank you guys uh, for for posting stuff. Thank you for for giving us some feedback on the episode. We greatly appreciate it. Um, with that, I, I guess we're going to wrap up today's episode. And, um, of course, as I said earlier, you can find me on Knights of Vader podcast as well to discuss Star Wars stuff. As I said, uh, Zach, the host, one of the co-hosts over there mentioned the, the Young Frankenstein, which I'm probably going to get yelled at next time I'm on there for not seeing it. <laughs> so, you know what? 
I'll eat my crow on that one. Shame on me for that. Um, but you can also check out darkmyths.org, which we are proud members of the Dark Myths Podcast Collective. And you know what? In keeping with our discussion of Stranger Things, you should check out the Strange Matters Podcast. They tackle all strange stuff from mysterious mysterious murders to mysterious creature sightings we were actually had a little spot on episode where we discussed um you had ghost trains mm-hmm. in virginia and i had um giant cat well yeah giant cat sightings yeah, panther sightings yeah big big cat sightings in virginia uh-huh. and um they they are also virginian based podcasts so definitely check them out um, they, they do a great job with all their stuff. Very well researched. If you're into paranormal, give them a listen. They have tons yeah. of episodes available, so check that out. So, so there's our Dark Myths recommendation for the for, for this episode. Uh, you can also, if you want to listen to more of our stuff, you can find us on, of course, Podbean, Stitcher, Tuned In. Apple Podcast. Google Play. And if you're on Apple Podcast, what do you do, Allie? Give us a five-star review, please. We greatly appreciate it. it. helps out the podcast more than than you'll ever know. But if you also want to join the discussion on Facebook, you just search... Zingness. If you want to tweet at us, you go to... At Zingness. And, of course, you can go to Instagram. At Zingness Podcast. If you want to see us posting some pictures on there. If you want to see us playing some games, which me and Eric played Cuphead recently. Mm-hmm. That's such an interesting little game. It's such an angry game. Well, I... <laughs> you well here's the funny thing i'm not not gonna get sidetracked too long it actually some of i felt like some of the missions were easier with one person huh so yeah that's that's well and i just finished south park stick of truth oh yeah yeah so i can finally move on to the the new one did you complete it 100 percent i'm still working on that i have one more chin pokemon chin pokemon i have 29 all right. I've got to find the last one. All right. Well, so best I, I'm working on 100% completing it. I'll, I'll give people updates as soon as I, I do. Awesome. <laughs> um, you can email us directly at... Zingness at gmail.com. And if you want to contribute to the to the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash Zingness. Of course, once again, we want to thank Ray, our newest patron. And like, like I said, I just put out a new $5 content level stuff and i'll probably be putting out some other content throughout the month um we're working on some pretty cool stuff for that um hopefully we'll be getting it out very shortly so we're going to be putting out stuff for both levels it's kind of our testing ground for stuff too where we'll see if 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 our patrons like it we might add add some of that stuff to our rotation of episodes on our main show so definitely check that out um if you want to buy anything with our logo on it you can go to www.tpublic.com slash zingthis. Our sound guy is A. Aaron. Our logo is done by Chris Zinger. And finally, DJ Golden Boy 89. Play us 